Welcome back to the Road of Life podcast. Road of Life podcast with McKay and Bennett. I don't know. I can't remember. Did we ever introduce why we call each other our last name? The fact that we even do call each other our last names? Do, have, have we talked about that? Maybe let's start this episode with just a quick overview of what that's all about. Because do, people do think it's weird. And so we don't confuse people because I know yeah. I confused people for a long time when we first got together. So we do call each other by our last names. I call her McKay. And I call him Bennett, like basically exclusively when we're talking to each other. Yeah. It's weird if he calls me Meredith. <laughs> it sounds... Like you're in trouble. Yeah. Meredith, what did you do? It just sounds so <laughs> strange coming from you. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't use it very often. The only time you'll hear me say it is if I'm talking to somebody else who doesn't know that you're McKay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we do. It's weird and it's something that has come up over the course of our relationship people people, ask yeah like what is that about why do you do that it's actually quite disappointing for people i think think when we tell them the story because there actually really isn't a story it's It's, pretty anticlimactic yeah when we started dating we just started doing it i just started calling you mckay Mm -hmm. and in turn you just started calling me bennett it wasn't anything you know maybe it was just easier to say mckay than meredith i don't i don't even know why i started it i just started calling you mckay and it's funny because I started calling you Bennett and when we first started dating and I'd be telling a story about you to my friends or something I would try to say Craig so that I wouldn't confuse them but sometimes I would forget because that's not what I call you and just in yeah. the middle of a story, start yeah. calling you Bennett. And I think for a long time, they multiple thought people thought I was dating, dating two more people. than one person. <laughs> yeah, I think people were definitely confused. Yeah, it's funny. And but I, when I first, first started dating you, you know, I referred to you like I do, McKay, to my mom on the phone. Like, yeah, you know, I met this girl, whatever. And she's like, McKay, like, you call her by her last name? What are you, two buddies? And it was like, well, actually, yes, we are buddies. She's my best buddy. And then it was funny when we met, uh, when when you when, when met you met mom. when you met her, um, introducing you guys. She tried literally to call her McKay. Oh yeah, she tried to call me McKay. I think because like that's what you call. I me, call so. her that. So so she started to say McKay instead of Meredith, and you could tell that it, it was, was weird for her. So it was awkward, awkward for, her. for her. She just she didn't quite. It didn't resonate for her. So mm-hmm. she's now. Settled on Meredith. Yeah, she calls me Meredith. Yeah, Your grandmother my, on the other My hand. grandmother and my aunt, I noticed. I noticed that on the weekend. On the weekend when yeah. we went and visited her yeah. that she called you McKay. McKay. Yeah. yeah. And my, my grandmother, 86-year-old grandmother, always refers to you as McKay. Yeah. Exclusively y- McKay to her. Yeah. So anyways, it's, it's a weird thing that we do. Well, so it's, not it's also to- funny because Nate, seven-year-old nephew, doesn't even call you he doesn't call you Craig, and he rarely now calls you Bennett. He calls you Benny. Yeah, he's put a yeah, <laughs> he's, he's shortened it one it. step further. Yeah, he's put a nickname on the last name. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one though, I think. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's just something that we thought we'd you know address since you're gonna hear us call each other by our last names, and you're gonna be like, which one is which? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? How how is this relevant? Let's <laughs> like, mitigate the confusion. What, what's up going on here? So, quick little side story, but what are we actually talking about today, McKay? Actually, we were thinking we would talk about vulnerability. Yeah. We're going to dig into relationships over, you know, over the course of this podcast, at least for a while. Yeah. 
we think, like we talked about in the last one, relationships are our superpower. Yeah. And so that's where we're focusing our time and attention right now. So we're going to spend some time on relationships for a while. Yeah, and I think it's super needed and necessary for folks to understand relationships and have better relationships. And I think we're in an era of life now where social media takes over and people isolate themselves and they're in their phones and they're it's I think we're retreating a little bit within ourselves it's funny well it's not funny it's ironic I guess that loneliness the 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 amount of people experiencing loneliness is higher than it's ever been in a world where we're more connected than ever more connected than ever before the world is the smallest it's ever been yeah and we as a human species are the loneliest and most isolated we've ever been. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, totally. So. And so, yeah, I think it's it's so needed right now to, to really focus on relationships. So that's where we're going to put the majority of our focus and mm-hmm. going forward. And obviously we're going to speak from our own experience. And most of that is going to be from our relationship between us. But all of it applies, whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship. Coworkers. Co- yeah, coworkers, colleagues, colleagues yeah. like business partnerships, like the totally. principles and the strategies that help build strong relationships apply regardless of the type of relationship that it is. Yeah. And I think that one of the things we want to do with this podcast for people is to pull back the curtain on our relationship a little bit and just have them take part in the conversations that we have some of them not all of them (laughs) fair (laughs) enough so so vulnerability today Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about vulnerability actually yeah we do it's it's important for us and i think it's important for us because it's been something we've done well and has really been a foundation for us building our relationship for sure it's it well it's been a work in progress for sure for me especially Mm -hmm. it's not something that comes naturally for me so for anyone out there who's who's listening who's like vulnerability that's scary Mm -hmm. very scary yeah no i that it it is scary and and i will be the first to stand up and say it is it's it's not something that comes naturally to me it's something that i've definitely had to be focused and intentional about for sure and I think you would consider me a bit of an overshare, but that does not mean I'm any more comfortable with vulnerability than you are. I'm more willing to share things about my life, but I'm not willing to share any of the really important things about my life very easily. So I, I think vulnerability is hard for everyone. And I don't think, personal opinion, vulnerability necessarily gets a lot easier. You get more comfortable with how uncomfortable it is and you know the value of it so you get stronger and better at it but it doesn't actually get any easier to be vulnerable it's always hard totally and when you when you really boil it down it's a fear of putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. being rejected judged getting hurt in any way you're you're putting yourself out there in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. to be judged rejected or Mm -hmm. whatever and as human beings, that's really scary. Well, you know, in societies, you know, back in the day, we would be shunned from society mm-hmm. if we did something that was not to the group's satisfaction or liking. And then you would be on, out on your own. And, and that's a fear that we still kind of hold yeah. as a species. It's evolutionary because yeah. 
if you were kicked out of the group, you were likely to, to die. die. Yeah, hundred percent. So it, it is an it is a fear that has yeah. that has its roots in our evolution. So yeah. it's not an unfounded fear. However, the consequences of being kicked from the group are are less severe. They're not the same physically than they were before. Hundred percent. So all that to say is that it is scary. It's not easy, and that it. It is putting yourself out there with fear of being judged. But if you can push through it, it is the superpower Mm -hmm. to building relationships. Mm -hmm. It is. It's what moves you forward in the world. It's what connects you to other people. If, If you have no ability to be vulnerable, then you also can't be empathetic to other people. You can't connect with people. People don't connect with perfection, right? Because none of us are perfect humans or none of us are perfect people. Yeah. And so if I can't see flaws in you, I can't connect to you because yeah. I'm a flawed person. Yeah. And so if I can't see flaws in you, I can't connect with you. And one of the hardest things for me was to get over perfectionism. Growing mm-hmm. up, I was always about how do I not let people see whatever I'm trying to hide? Like whether it's, you know, I'm not very good at this mm-hmm. and I need to, I need to be so I'm not going to try. I'm not going to do that because I'm not good at that. And I don't know what people think. It, it was a very real issue for me to get to get past. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I always wanted to be seen as perfect. I wanted perfect attendance. I wanted to ace the tests. I wanted to... And that's why we connected in the beginning because <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. So for anyone out there who's a perfectionist, you're not alone and totally understand how hard vulnerability can be for mm-hmm. someone who's used to being seen as you know the perfect person mm-hmm. who doesn't make mistakes and always has the the nicest things and the you know says the right thing at the right time and it's the, just the interesting thing about it is if i'm vulnerable with you and allow you to see a part of me that i would normally keep hidden and allow you to connect with me at that level yeah then that makes you feel safer to do the same yeah and so when one person in a relationship you know, role models vulnerability, displays vulnerability in the relationship, it gives the other person permission to do the same. Like you, you open the door and make it okay for that person to be vulnerable with you. And then that just deepens the connection that you have. It creates more intimacy and connection within the relationship. And that's great for a romantic relationship, but it's also important yeah. for friendships, for business partnerships, for work connections, because you have to be able to trust people and it's hard to trust people if you can't see them or connect with them yeah totally it's definitely something that i had to really fight to get through and fight to have to get through for this podcast because you know yeah we're totally putting ourselves out there we're trying to essentially make friends with people via this podcast yeah and we have to share all this failure stuff and all these things 100 percent, i know nothing about doing a podcast i'm learning this on the fly like this is just something that we're just trying trying and trying to add value and help people mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form with, with, you know, things that have been successful for us through a, a medium that We're we know nothing to. about. Yeah. We know nothing about. Yeah. So it's, this is a vulnerable, this, this is, is a vulnerable definitely vulnerable. For us. Uh, yeah. And posting or publishing the first, you know, the first few. Yeah. It's scary. It's like, what are people going to think? It's the, totally, yeah. The scary. fear of failure, the fear of judgment, the fear of criticism, all those things are very near the surface with this. Totally. But I guess for me, it's it's kind of at the point where it's like, 
we're not going to be for everyone and those who who want to listen and who who you know need support and who we can support who resonate with us yeah feel a connection yeah pe- that's that's exactly it it's it's those folks that we want to we just want to help so should we give some examples of of ways how in do which we how do we get vulnerable vul- besides this podcast yeah sure so there's the the story i usually go to yeah. which is that the hiking story in arizona and then there's like there's other stories too and and so for me the first experience of being vulnerable with you was when we first met and we were first talking texting back and forth and i don't you probably don't even remember this but we were you know just asking questions about each other and getting to know each other and you asked me if i liked star wars yeah and in my experience and in popular culture most men like star wars yeah so i was like i don't yeah do i should i be honest with him or should I tell him what I think he wants to hear? Being honest with him means I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable and share something that might be considered a flaw from some for some people. Yeah. And so that was my, felt like my first sort of fork in the road on like be vulnerable or hide myself. Yeah. And so I was vulnerable and said, eh, not really my jam. Yeah. And how'd that go for you? It went really well because you you don't take Star Wars. I'm either. not a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> no, I was just seeing like like it's one of those. I I don't know why I asked that in the moment. I maybe I saw something or maybe there was something out then. I'm not sure why I asked. I don't really remember. But yeah, I'm making conversation. Just curious. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your likes and dislikes? Is Star Wars one of them? Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting if it is. That'll be. <laughs> I'll 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 have to sit through one maybe or something. But no, I was I was just checking in yeah. it wasn't necessarily a test or anything it, but well it turned into a test fe- for me it felt like it yeah right like yeah. It, it, it was a test for me and yeah. I, how i ended up getting myself to a point to be vulnerable was am i gonna lie to him right off the bat and then have to watch star wars for the rest of my life like, if that's where this goes <laughs> right? yeah yeah exactly and so i might as well be honest from the jump here and see if we actually connect like and who i actually am can i can i actually get along with this person yeah and so that worked out yeah another example one maybe a little bit more serious than that for me near the beginning of our relationship was telling you about my past relationship mm-hmm. getting out of a, a very difficult relationship and having to you know put that out there because it, it, it seemed like sure. this relationship was was going somewhere and you needed to know that I was getting out of a, a bad relationship that I didn't really know how it was going to, because I was still dealing with mm-hmm. it, and I didn't know how that was going to all turn out and what was happening there. And yeah, I just thought, you know, full transparency, get the cards out on the table, and let you know this is this is who I am, this is what I'm dealing with, and with fear of, you know, you being like, hell no, I'm out of here, like <laughs> I'm not dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. And so that was a that was a real vulnerable moment of. I could see this going somewhere. I need to I need to let you know that I'm in a in a situation here that's not ideal for me. It's certainly not going to be ideal for you potentially <laughs> and you need to know that. And so yeah, there was a real vulnerability there that um really scary. Mm-hmm. So but needed felt necessary to take the next step and to make sure that we were all cards on the table, setting this up for success. Mm-hmm. And so my, my go-to story about vulnerability that I usually share is one day we were hiking in the mountains in Arizona because 
we, we like to spend winters in Arizona when we can because it's, you know, no snow and it's lovely. And so we were out hiking one day and coming down the mountain on our way down. And he's like a freaking billy goat coming down a mountain. He's very, you know, sure-footed. So he's way ahead of me. And it's really pissing me off that he's getting farther, farther and farther down the mountain, getting ahead of me. And like, not, doesn't seem at all concerned with waiting for me. Just down he goes. See, so can I, can I say something in this moment? I, <laughs> no concern that I'm getting further and further away from you because I actually don't know that I am getting further and further away from you. I always assume that, I never assume that you're not keeping up. I always assume you're like right there. For sure. Yeah. But from my perspective, at yeah. the back. Uh, yeah, I, but I just want to make it clear that <laughs> for for me, it's like there's nobody I know that's more capable of really anything. So I just always assume you're right right there. Right. Yeah. So I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little In slower. In this particular case. In this particular instance. You're a little behind. I'm a little slower coming down the mountain. Yeah. And it's really irritating me. And I'm trying to talk to myself, like, why am I getting so annoyed? It's not like he's going to run down the mountain, hop in the truck, and drive away and leave me on the side of the mountain. That's like, true. Like, logically, yeah. I know that. Yeah. But still, I'm feeling, you know, worked up emotionally. Like, logically, I know that's not the outcome of this situation. But yet, I'm still irritated. Feeling it. Yeah. yeah. And then I can see you approaching a larger group of slower moving people going down the mountain. Yeah. And... On, often on these mountain trails, like, it's not easy to pass people. The trails are, you know, windy and... They can be pretty narrow. And narrow yeah. and... Yeah, you have to pick your spot sometimes. Yeah. Yep. And so I knew if he gets by this group and I don't, then potentially I fall even further behind. So I pick up the pace so I can catch up to him before he catches up to this group. And that's when I catch my foot on a rock or something and yeah. I go flying through the air and land on my face. Yeah. Like yeah. rock comes up, grazes my face. I'm like, yeah, that's why I wasn't rushing. <laughs> Confirmed. He obviously must have heard the commotion. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, I think the rock that you hit, I think yelled for help. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And so he turned around, he came back, he helped me up and we proceeded down the mountain more slowly and got back to the truck and you know, everything was fine. But I thought about it. I continued to think about it and tried to do the whole, where am I feeling this in my body? This worked up, frustrated, annoyed energy with him as he's going down the mountain. Where am I feeling it in my body? And trying to sort of trace the feeling. And eventually I come to the conclusion that I, like it just like literally pops into my head. I have a fear of abandonment. And I had no conscious awareness of a fear of abandonment. But him taking off down the mountain really triggered that in me and it's likely due to you know things in my childhood and you know my family and stuff like that but I didn't the point being I wasn't aware of it until until that and then the next realization I had was oh I'm gonna have to tell him about this (laughs) and I don't know it's never like we talked about it's never comfortable to share these deep insecurities vulnerabilities flaws things things about yourself and so we were out for a walk probably like the next day on the canal and just as we're walking shared it with you and it was really vulnerable for me and it's interesting right because logically you're probably not going to leave me for a fear of abandonment 
but having to share that is a vulnerable thing. But I needed you to know. Yeah. And now that you know, you can help me with it. You can't help me with it if you don't know about it. Right. But yet it's still a scary thing to share. Yeah. And, and it brought us closer. For sure. Like it's, it's just, it's vulnerability by you opening up and sharing that with me. I can see that it's something that's really impacting you. And now I know that below the surface that exists. Mm -hmm. And so the next time we're in a situation similar to that, I, sl over your I, shoulder. I, I slow down <laughs> and I uh, make sure that you're on my, on my hip. But the, the, you know, the point being, it brings us closer because that's what being vulnerable does. You yeah. connect more deeply once the sort of immediate uncomfortable fear passes. And the, the reason you were able to share that that day is because of the other moments that we were able to be vulnerable with mm -hmm. each other early in our relationship. And we've built that muscle mm -hmm. where when something is bothering us or something is going on, we're able to share that so that the other person can be there to support. Because at the end of the day, that's what we signed up for. That's our job mm -hmm. in this relationship is to be there to support the other person. Mm -hmm. So, Whenever one of us is having an issue, something going on in their heart, in their head, wherever, it's really important to know that you've got that support with the other person. Mm -hmm. And so vulnerability is what builds that muscle. It's what opens up that relationship to that, that level of sharing. Mm -hmm. And it's so critical. It's, I, it really is a superpower in a relationship. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, as humans, we have this innate need, like you talked about, from like an evolutionary perspective, this mm -hmm. in innate need for belonging and community and connection to other people. And it's vulnerability that creates that connection, that builds that community, because, you know, when you can relate to other people, when you, when you can relate to their flaws, like that, that's what builds connection and that's what builds community. And as humans, we all need that. And yet... We shy away from the from the being vulnerable because it's momentary discomfort that breeds, you know, deep long term connection and, and happiness, mm -hmm. and it reduces loneliness and it it has all these amazing side effects being vulnerable. But we're also freaking scared to do it. Yeah, I think that's like a lot of stuff in the world. Like life, though, is like the things that matter the most, the things that get the most bang for the buck if you will mm -hmm. are the things that scare the absolute shit out of us <laughs> that's true. right like it's that but that's it's when you feel that feeling of fear that 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 oh my god can i actually do this it's a sign that you actually need to do that mm -hmm. it's that's the thing you need to do the mm -hmm. thing that scares you the hitting play on the podcast the telling someone how you really feel mm -hmm. the going to your spouse and, and letting them know that you're dealing with an issue mm -hmm. that you're worried they'll see you in a different light. Mm -hmm. That's the thing you need to do because that's the thing that's going to strengthen your relationship more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And it's just the way life is. It's, it can be, I guess, frustrating, but it's, if you embrace it, it's the it's opposite. Exactly. Of that's where I'm going is, but if you just let go and just, own that that's mm -hmm. the way it is and just go with it your relationships and your your growth will just soar mm -hmm. which is going to be i think uh 
recurring theme throughout these podcasts. But oh yeah, they they as we tell these getting stories, getting comfortable, yeah, being sure. uncomfortable, because that moment of discomfort is going to lead you to so much growth. Yeah, it's going to take you exactly where you want to go. That thing you don't want to do is the thing you absolutely need to do to take you to the next level of your yeah. relationship, of your business, of your whatever it is. Yeah, and so. It, it, it absolutely applies to vulnerability in this particular conversation, but I think we're going to end up circling back to that concept time and again in different podcast episodes because it's such an integral yeah. part because not only is that the thing that's going to take you to the next level, but it's also going to turn you into the person you need to, to become be. to be able to unlock that next level. 100%. The discomfort is temporary. The person you become dealing with that discomfort is permanent. permanent. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely a theme. It's absolutely going to be something they hear over and over. Everything you want is on the other side of hard discomfort or scary. Yeah, I love, I love everything. the Mon Monty Williams, Williams from Phoenix Suns when they were in the playoffs. Yeah. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. This is hard. Everything you want is on the other side of this, though. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you can play through this, you will get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. So I think leaving everyone with one takeaway it would be to open up be vulnerable share, share the thing share one thing it doesn't yeah. have to be the biggest thing right now like yeah. you can work up to work the muscle practice yeah. leading up to the bigger stuff but like i did start with actually no i don't like star wars that's not my jam yeah start with one thing you have not yet shared that you know you should share that thing that's bothering you that thing that's out there that you know you've been wanting to say mm -hmm. that you feel like could set you up for rejection or judgment of some sort. That that thing that you know you need to, to tell someone, mm -hmm. tell them. It will be brief. Be a, and it'll be such a weight off. Mm -hmm. It feels scary in the moment. You'll feel so much better after the fact mm -hmm. that you let it go. And I, I promise you that it's not as bad as you made it out in your mind mm -hmm. is not how it's going to end up. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's never as bad in reality as you make and and that's the other thing is that you your mind will make up worst case worst case worst case mm -hmm. and it will always go to these crazy scenarios but they never come no to, they very rarely come to fruition so the question i like to ask myself before i do something scary or uncomfortable or hard is instead of saying what's the worst that could happen yeah. that's where we, our brains like you say our brains go there automatically totally. we don't need to encourage our brains to go to worst case scenarios yeah when you're trying to talk yourself into doing the thing, being vulnerable, yeah. what's the best that could happen? Yeah. Ask yourself that question instead. What's the best thing that could happen if I share this? Yeah, And, and then, then let your brain go to all the best case scenarios and all the wonderful things that can happen from you being vulnerable. And then when you're in that positive state, the Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, mm -hmm. one, and just go. do it. Yeah. So count. So this is a, tip or a trick from mel robbins it's it's great rule. and there's a there's a book the five second rule i think it's called mm -hmm. when you're ready to go and do that that hard thing and you're you know and this can apply to getting out of bed in the morning if you're struggling to get out of bed but whatever it is it's you count backwards from five and you have to count backwards because you, if you count forwards you can keep going <laughs> so you start at five go all the way down to one when you hit one do or say the thing that you've been fighting with yourself about. Mm -hmm. So there's a little tip to help you get momentum in, in moving towards that thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's probably 
that's probably it for this one. I think so too. Brace vulnerability. It's yeah. going to be a superpower in all of your relationships. If you got any value, <laughs> by all means, share it, like it, subscribe, and help us with the algorithm so that we can help more people. Love you. Talk Bye to you next week. Bye for now. Road of life, yes, you are.